Hey, welcome to Eastwood Springs 101. Uh, today I'm with Pastor Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Hi. I love your uh, your cowboy hat. Yeah, I'm really leaning into uh, what Waynesburg has to offer down here. <laughs> is that is that automatic cowboy hat? Is that? I don't know. I've never been a cowboy. I've no. seen a couple cows and horses down here. There you go. But uh, I don't Where, know. Where'd you get your hat at? The boot barn. The boot barn. We don't have uh, product. <laughs> Um, placement here, but I do like the boot barn. <laughs> we don't have product. If they want to send anything you know my what? way, they can. We probably could. Well, we'll jump into it, okay? Okay. Once you enter, open up an order of prayer. Is it right if I leave my hat on? You can. Okay. Yes. It's not a hair day for me. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time, and I just pray that you, you bless our conversations, that mm-hmm. it is uplifting to you, and anyone that is listening is uplifting to them too. Lord, I thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 So we, we start off the we start off with this one oh one, getting to know your Bible better. And That's a I think mouthful. we <laughs> I know. <laughs> so we're doing a one oh one, getting to know your Bible better. And I think we both agree that there's never a time that you feel that you know everything there is about the Bible. Oh no. Yeah. I, kn- I don't know everything about anything. <laughs> Is that how it works? And they always say the older you get, the more you don't know. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, the older I get, the more I learn, but I, it's hard to retain all of the knowledge that I'm learning. It is true, isn't it, though? Yeah. So it, it, but I think that if I, not yet, but when I ask the question, how many here um, want to know their Bible better? I think everybody always answers. That's that's me. Well, that's yeah, me. of you know, course. Yeah, I'm not going to say no to the pastor. <laughs> is that how it works? I mean, when okay. you get put on the spot, it's like when you, your parents ask you a question when you're younger. You lie, right? You try not to lie, <laughs> but you hope you don't lie. <laughs> but we're going down a different paths. Nine though, okay? times out of ten, you might. Nine times out of ten, you might lie. Wow. So let's just say, of you know, I read I need scriptures like this: Second Timothy two fifteen, where it says. Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. It, says, it goes on and says, be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed, or, or and who correctly explains the word of truth. What does that say to you when you hear that scripture? I mean, what, what, what jumps at you or what, what speaks you to you? You can correctly explain the word of truth. Okay. Yeah, that's the things that, I mean, because that's hard because you think a lot of times people will try and get you or ask you questions about the Bible and they want to know, okay, well, what do you think? Right. And is this, is this, is this true? Is, and so it's, it's being able to explain that sometimes. And okay. I do a terrible job a lot of times. No, you don't. I'm quit. just kidding. No, but when it catches you off guard, that's what I'm saying. Like when your parents ask you a question or like you get <laughs> caught off guard and you're not ready for it. Right. You know, sometimes you're like, uh, and you, you hope that you're doing a good job explaining yeah. it. And I think the more that you're, in the word, it makes it easier when yeah. you get caught off guard. Well, you think about it. I mean, Jesus made it, said it to his disciples, he says, um, don't get all frustrated or, you know, don't get, uh, don't get your panties in a wad. I don't know if that's how that works, but um, he says, try that again. <laughs> you don't want that one. But the bottom line is this, is that he says, when they drag you into the courts, when they're going to test you on what's being said, he says, don't, don't freak out mm-hmm. because I'm going to give you the words that you've heard, 
and they'll they'll come back to your memory. You know, I mean, just just something that um, I believe that we're in that time. It's like okay, oh whoa, they give me this huge you know hard question, and really it's just a step back to say you know what. Lord, I'm going to have you take this one, but go ahead and use my vocal cords. <laughs> oh, I say that all the time. Yeah. Well, that's Jesus, not my words, yours, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm mean, not an idiot, but I'm not. You know, if it's if it's mm-hmm. up to me, I'm. If I had my way. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know where that could go. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the the scripture of Second Timothy two fifteen, when he says work hard and be a good worker, I mean, it explains it about. What, where we're supposed to be in um, knowing the Bible, being a Christian, Christ-like, you know, let's, let's do this the best we can in every way. Um, Hebrews 4 talks about the Word in the sense of uh, verse 12. It says, For the Word of God is uh, living, powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit, and the joints and marrow. And it is a, a discerner of the thoughts and intention, intents of the heart. Then he goes on. I, most people read that part and say, okay, that's the that's word. That's enough for the day for me. <laughs> that's, that's pretty deep. I mean, when you start to, you know, going just through that, it's, wow. There's nothing out there that can do that. Mm-hmm. And so, but then he goes on. He says, uh, and, there is, and there is no creature hidden from his sight. But all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom, he says this, we must give an account. And so it, it's not one of those things that we can hide anything from God. That's, no. that's the word. You know, the word is that way. It's, it's, it's alive. It's powerful. And anything we do, it's, it's not. We can't hide it. Um, so songs, Did you ever hide anything? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, but... As time goes on, you start looking at it in the way of saying, you know what, um, I'm, I'm going to do less of the hiding because he already sees it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm hiding it maybe from you or somebody else. From me? Let's, let's talk about that. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say we're hiding it and God's saying, yeah, you hide it from them, but you're not going to be able to hide it from me. Mm-mm. And so anyways... Uh, it's it's that powerful and it's that understandable. Um, Psalms one nineteen oh uh, verse one oh five says, "Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path." What do you think? Um, I like to use my Apple Watch at nighttime because yeah. there's a really cool flashlight function on it. On the watch. On now. my watch. Okay. So I turn it on when it's really dark and it won't feel bright when there's all this light around. But yeah. when it's pitch black, this, oh really? Does this it come up right pretty here? Strong? Is very very bright, and it makes me think of you know hmm. when it is dark. Yeah, any light makes the darkness be gone. So you do need a lamp as a light to your path because you don't know where you're going when it's dark. And if you do know where you're going when it's dark, you've probably gone that road too many times. <laughs> you know it pretty well, right? <laughs> you know it really well. So it makes me think of like how at night when yeah. everyone's asleep and I have to go to the bathroom, I need a drink or whatever it is, I'd use my flashlight on my wrist because it's like it, it lights my path. There and that's go. what the word of God does for us. And it's, no, that's, that's good because uh, it, is, it is that lamp. And um, 
punch your thoughts, but I'll leave it there. Come on. No, I <laughs> let them fly. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, that's good because the Word of God is a lamp, and it does light the path, and it and and we walk in darkness. Just mm-hmm. I'll put it this way. We walk in a world of darkness. Well, we try not to walk in darkness. Right, right. And I think... We do have the light. We have the light. But I think sometimes it, it we forget that we have the light and that we have the Word of God and we have Jesus in our heart in cert- certain circumstances. So it, we're not as apt to be like, oh, let me turn on my flashlight. <laughs> it should be lit up all the time. It should be on all the time. <laughs> do you think people see our light? Maybe not when I'm driving, <laughs> but I hope they see my light when they, they know me or they mm-hmm. know you. Um, yeah. I try. I think we all fail mm-hmm. at showing our light from time to time. Oh, absolutely. But I would hope, I would hope that people see, see it a little bit. So what, uh, what would you say in, of, of the light, God's light in us, uh, shining, um, what do you think people see when they say whatever they say? You know, over the years, someone says, you know what? I, I, there's just something different about you. Or there's something in your eyes. Or well, I, I notice you don't cuss. Or I notice, you know, whatever it is. That whatever they're saying, they're saying, this is different from what I'm used to. What would they say about you? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a loaded question. Yeah, they'd say a lot of things. Uh-huh. Um, I, you know, about the light, though. <laughs> well, I think, <laughs> I think that they would say that they see a joy, because uh-huh. I, I do try, um, and I think in my life I try not to look at all the negative things because it's very easy, absolutely, in in a in a day to day basis to let those negative things get to you, and I try even in circumstances where it's a little rough just to be like, hey step back right like let's or I make a joke I like to make jokes probably at the worst time um (laughs) but that's what I do best so I would hope that they would see joy or happiness no I do I do genuinely love people Mm -hmm. and if I don't like them they might know it (laughs) no I I think as you say that um over the years uh I would say because everybody thinks that this right here is a dimple. Oh, it's so you know? pretty. It, it is, and it's mm-hmm. so cute. Um, and the story back of that one is I was three or four, I don't even know. Um, I was young, and I went down a slide. And as I went down a slide, I went head first. Oh. And at the bottom of the slide, there was a brick. <laughs> and I went face first into that brick, right into the cheek. And so my, I'm told that my whole side of my cheek puffed up real big mm-hmm. and somewhere along the line it sunk and what that meant was the doctor said all these uh, whatever uh, died and so when you smile you couldn't have done it on the other side too to just equal it out I really didn't want to okay. <laughs> I mean I think at the time I probably cried and it hurt a lot I feel like all of my problems with my child mm-hmm. are from you Probably. Because if you were sliding down a slide head first and there were bricks at the end of it. Uh, can I tell you something? It says a lot. <laughs> well, I'm glad I can bring light to mm, your path so on that much one. light. Okay. <laughs> but I know that people think this is, uh, you know, dimple. dimple. But the reality is that I've had people say, 
you know, you really have a, a, an awesome smile. And I'd be like, thank you. And, and they would say, you have such a cute dimple, too, over the years when I was younger. And then do you say, well, I have a really good surgeon. <laughs> no, I just say, thank you. Because <laughs> I'm not going through that story with everybody on that well, one. Well, too late. You just put it on camera. So well, everyone's going to know your, your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to say, if someone gives me a nice compliment, I'll just say thank you. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It is, again, uh, talking about getting our Bible better. And we're talking about the Word. Romans ten seventeen says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. And it tells us what? Tell it. Faith comes by hearing. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reading that again. I'm just, you asked. So. I know. But I'm think about it. What, if it's by hearing, what's happening is what I'm trying to say. I'm not a very good listener. Uh, so sometimes... But somebody must be saying something. You have to say something to be yes. able to hear it. There you go. Mm -hmm. Very good. So the Word of God has to be read. It needs to. To hear. You would hope right? so. <laughs> yeah. Or if you turn it on your, your phone ah, yeah. and you listen. I did that a lot. I, yeah. I'll go through chapters mm -hmm. um, pretty easily. I struggle at just like sitting and reading. Yeah. But I can listen mm -hmm. for a much longer time. I agree. I can, like, I don't know, just how I learn. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, Second Timothy three says all scripture, meaning the word of God is given by inspiration of God. It is profitable for um, doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And then it says all those things are done basically for this, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Does that word again? Good work. Good work. We're doing we're supposed to be doing the good work, right? We try. Do the best we can. The best we can. Okay. And some days it's not very Even good better work. than other days, right? Yeah, some days are really, really good work. Yeah. And other days are you just like I might as well just kick the sandcastle over and start over. <laughs> All that work, huh? All that work. <laughs> Man. Well, you think about it, if you don't if you're not letting the light shine and you have those days where it It's not shining. You fail. Okay. You know, sometimes it is. Working so, backwards. So we look at it where it says here, all scripture, everything in the word of God mm -hmm. is given by him. Mm -hmm. And so we have to put that into perspective that the basically 35 to 45 authors in the Bible, meaning when I say author, uh, pen the paper, yeah. they're being instructed by God. You, you, you see that or you believe that? I do. Okay. Because um, it, it's it's given by the inspiration. He's saying, hey, mm -hmm. I'm being inspired to write this down by God. And so, a lot of people are inspired to to do a lot of things. And absolutely. it doesn't always have to. It's not always God that is inspiring them. No. But there are people that are inspired by God to write songs or things like that. So there you I, go. I believe that. Yeah. I mean, there's there's you've heard this before. I, they God told me. Right. Well, yes, I hear it, but I also am like, okay, consider the source. Because uh -huh. sometimes you're like... You don't believe in the source as well, much? Well, sometimes the source is not as... If you check their sources, it's not <laughs> as good of a track record. Uh -huh. But, you know... So you, you, you have a little doubt, or you have doubt when they say, God told me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because well, like, what if I went up to someone in an airport, mm -hmm. and I was like, don't get on the plane. 
God told me. You know what I mean? I've always thought about it. I've never done it. So what would you do? If someone did that to me, I would not get on the plane. Not at all. Oh my gosh, no. But like, what? When you check his sources? In that moment, (laughs) I'd be like, well, we're renting a car and we're driving, honey. You You know what I mean? But I've thought like, what if I did that to someone? I've never done that. I've never done that. But I've thought about it. Like you're sitting in an airport and there's all these people you've never met and you're people watching. And what if you just went up and be like, God told me don't. But like... What if God really did tell right. you? Right, exactly. You know what I mean? And that's where no. it's like, I'm not mocking or making fun of, but there are people that they feel like, well, I had this pizza this morning and now God's saying something to yeah. me. It's like, whoa, whoa, no. whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Like, but what if God really did say, hey, tell that person not to do this? Well, you're only going to, and the bottom line is this, you're only going to find, you, you will only find out if God said this, if it happens. Yeah. I mean, it, meaning called the future. Mm-hmm. And so you have to look at today going, is this true or is this not true? And, you, and actually, it should be, as it says, it should be that what is being said is almost what we call a confirmation. You would hope so. To what was inside. Mm-hmm. So if you had that feeling already, you know, I shouldn't get on this plane. Why? And someone. And then they said that? There's a confirmation. I ain't getting on that plane. <laughs> So we go on to 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 12, for it says, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. Just like what he said up here, all Scripture is inspired by God. So there's no private interpretation. He says, "For, For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So once again... In two, in two different verses, it's basically saying 35 to 45 people have been moved by the Holy Spirit to write down mm-hmm. the Word of God. Yeah. And so it's not, we can't say, well, Moses wrote down this and this is his thoughts. No. I mean, he Moses, probably thought it, but it was through yeah, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. You know, gave him memory of maybe the past because yeah. he was there. And, mm-hmm. But there's many places like Adam and Eve or in the beginning. He wasn't there. No. And so he had to be moved. You would hope so. <laughs> well, if not, there. we're in trouble. We're in kidding. real trouble, man. <laughs> but that's where you believe that God is moving and speaking. Absolutely. And where you've, Moses had seen it, the yeah. burning bush. Right. Like, I mean, him going into everything that God put him through. Yep. You know what I mean? Pulling the, like... The, the, he was there. The splitting the the sea. Right. I mean, can you imagine? No. So you would hope by that point. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, you hear little little tidbits of saying, you know, the the Red Sea split, and they walked on dry land. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you would hope by that point he's like, all right, God, if you're saying this, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not as mo- he's not a down. slow learner like me, <laughs> right. where he, he's he's seen the well, plagues. Well, let me ask you this: I mean, we're talking about these people being um, inspired, mm-hmm. moved. Mm-hmm. Have have you ever felt that? Can you go back to a time in your life where you really believed the Holy Spirit was talking, speaking to you, moved upon you mm-hmm. that you'll never forget? Yeah. What I mean, so when I was nineteen. And I, I was doing that, uh, 
the internship up in Wisconsin, Wisconsin Life yeah. Worship, mm-hmm. and I'd never quit anything in my life because you mm-hmm. told me that if you start it, you finish it, <laughs> and you wouldn't let me quit sports when I didn't want to do it, and you were like, well, if you started it, you're going to finish it through. There you go. Um, which is great. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. But yeah. uh, which it is a good, that's a good thing to do, to not quit. Yeah. Um, There's certain I, things you can quit, but yeah. I agree. Okay. So I'd never quit anything like that I had started, and I still had like six months, but there was a lot going on. And I felt like I shouldn't do this. I need to go home. Mm. And a lot of prayer. I walked around Appleton, Wisconsin at like one or two in the morning a lot, which probably wasn't safe probably for a 19 year old kid. Um, yeah. But God kept me safe. I mean, I would park, I would climb in parking garages. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm really, really surprised I didn't get in more trouble. Wow. Like, I found this one where I got like, it was like 10 stories up. And there was like a, a ladder and I got on the ladder and I would just sit there by myself. And I really felt like I could hear God speak from that high. But <laughs> So you had to go higher to hear him? I don't know, maybe. Okay. But yeah. I got home and that's when I met Stephanie. Oh. And yeah. if I wouldn't have if I wouldn't have come home in the time frame that I came, life would look a lot different. So I do believe that I heard God speaking to me, but I didn't understand. I thought it was for different reasons. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. No, it's and that's the thing, you know, that's the amazing thing about it is as we walk through those inspirations or those movings and not really knowing mm-hmm. man you, you but you really feel like i'm supposed to do this i really believe that you yeah you do you and really so, feel it but you don't know what the other side looks like never yeah, yeah. you can hope oh yeah you have an idea absolutely mm-hmm. and i think the authors were in the same boat you know um not being there, but writing it down. And they had to be going, wow, in the beginning, this, this was day one. Mm-hmm. That was day four. That, you know, whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't um, that be cool? It would be. Famous verse. What's the famous verse of the Bible? Oh, you're not supposed to cheat, though. Oh, it's, it's John 3.16. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Where it says, I mean, I could have guessed it, but I felt like it made more sense because it's right there. Just go ahead and peek. Just okay. in case. No, good. Well, you got it. So we see here that in John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, um, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. And so we're going to kind of cut right here and uh, and pick up from here on the next tape. And I just want to thank everyone uh, listening and to listen. Yeah, we hope that we're helping your drive and your anger during your drive like me. Um, or we just thank you for being a part of this and listening. And hopefully it is blessing you like it is blessing us in conversation. There you go. And I'm just joking, but maybe don't cut that person off in traffic today. Yeah, don't do not do it. It's not worth it. it road rage is a bad thing. Um, we're going to use that? I hope so. Okay. All righty. Till next time, we'll see you. God bless. Bye-bye.